الصلاه والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه ومن اهتدى بهداه الى يوم الدين اما بعد dear brothers and sisters this lecture today is going to speak about the athari creed books the books that spoke about the athari creed and when we're speaking about the athari creed we're speaking about the creed that was derived from the Quran and the Holy Sunnah without paying attention to theology and all rulings that are derived from theology. So the Athari Creed, according to what we're speaking about, is the creed that the Sahaba and the Tabi'een and the great Imams used to follow. And this great creed has a lots of books that spoke about it and that showed it. And that mentioned every part of it by the verses of the Quran that spoke about it and by the authentic sunnah that mentioned it, and by thousands of texts that are narrated by the imams, sahaba, tabi'een, atba' tabi'een, the four imams, and all of the imams of hadith that focused on this creed and showed it and spread it because they are the most knowledgeable people of it because they memorized and conserved the sunnah of our beloved Prophet The story starts from the life of our beloved Prophet that is because our beloved Prophet ﷺ, when he started his mission, he used to teach people their creed. Because Islam is submission to Allah. And Iman is faith. And Islam is to believe in all things that are unseen. That's the real belief. So most of the verses that were revealed in the Meccan era, the 13, first 13 years of the Prophet ﷺ's mission, most of them spoke about three main things. The first one is the unity of Allah the second thing to, is proving the prophethood. The third thing is bringing the faith in Allah and loving Allah by knowing that there is a resurrection judgment day that everybody is going to be judged according to his deeds. And Arabs didn't used to believe in these things. Arabs used to believe in, in God as a superior God 
But they used to believe in small gods that they claim that they are intermediaries between them and the superior God who is the creator, uh, the, preser the, the perver preserver, the one that uh, uh, provides, the provider, not preserver, the provider that provides people with everything, etc. So they believe that he's the real God, actually. And these are only intermediaries and things that they, use, that they go to reach to the highest God. That's how the story was by the idolaters who are the pagans and Arabs. Arabs were pagans, and a lot of nations were pagans, like the Indians, the Chinese, the Africans, a lot of people were like that. But most of those guys used to worship what they worship and claim that that is only a way or a type of way to reach the, the superior God. And that many of them used to believe in the judgment day. So the, 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 the Quran that was revealed in the 13 years, the first 13 years of the Prophet Sallallahu prophethood was focusing on these things that were actually the main part of creed. One of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, not the existence, because everybody, most people, most of the people didn't, you owe, most of the nations didn't have any problem in proving that God exists. There were atheists. And nowadays, yes, many people claim that they are atheists, but, that, but actually the majority of people at, at least still believe that there is a superior power, which is God Almighty. So, the Quran didn't come to prove the existence of God, because God, uh, because most of the na nations didn't have this problem. But it came to prove the oneness of God in His attributes, his beautiful names and in worshiping him. In worshiping him. That you're not allowed to give any types of worship to somebody else except God Almighty. Now, uh, the, sec the second thing is the prophethood, because most of the idolaters used to believe in prophets. The only the people that used to believe in prophets are only the people of scripture, Jews who were a lots of sects. And amongst them we can consider the the Samaritans, and you can even speak about okay, and then the Christians with all of their sects, and you can speak about the Sabians who are who claim that they follow John the Baptist, Yahya ibn Zakaria. These all these people have scriptures. But most of these as well in types of most of these people or most of these religions fill in types of polytheism. Polytheism that means giving types of worship to somebody else rather than God Almighty. So, 
So all so the God Almighty so the Quran came to speak about this. Quran came to prove the prophethood that these uh, that the, these the, these guys didn't used to believe in. The third thing is that judgment day. Christians, Jews, people of scripture believe in a type of judgment day. How is it going to be? What is it? What are the main things about it? There were there isn't any. Um, there aren't details about that in the Bible. The Bible doesn't speak about, imagine the Old Testament doesn't speak about the judgment day or the resurrection day at all. Some apocryph chapters speak about something about hellfire or something like that. The New Testament speaks about fire but there isn't any details about that the Jews have other books <clears throat> those other books speak about the judgment days and even speak about uh, the tournament of the grave the grave tournament and stuff like that so Jews used to believe in something like that but not from other books maybe the Talmud maybe the other books Christians have other books, especially the Orthodox, the, the Catholics. They have some other scriptures that aren't famous and that speak about something like that. But there, is, there, aren't, there are a lot of details people don't know about. But the Italators didn't even used to believe in something like that because they don't even have scriptures about that. So the Quran was the first to prove and give details about about the creed when the prophet passed away he gave his companions who were thousands when he passed away there were thousands of them so he gave them and taught them a lot of things and this would lead us to the second source of the Islamic creed, which is the Sunnah of the Prophet But the Sunnah is not compiled in one book. The Sunnah is not compiled in one book. Sunnah is was spread. The Quran was compiled immediately or directly after the passing of the Prophet in the first year of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, he compiled the Quran in one book, and then uh, the second uh, edition was the compile of the Quran. The Sunnah was compiled in the days of Abu Aziz ta'ala, and he started. He ordered. He gave orders to many scholars of Medina. Under the leadership of Ibn Muslim, uh, Muhammad ibn Muslim bin Shahab to compile the Sunnah. So many scholars started writing their books, and one of the famous ones that wrote book his his book is Imam Malik rahimahullah and his Muatta. Is Imam Malik in Medina, or other Imams in Iraq, Jami' Sufyan Thawri in in 
in Kufa and uh, others wrote some books. Then after this generation, we started finding great imams that wrote books uh, only in the words of the Prophet ﷺ without mixing it with other uh, narrations. In the days of the small Sahaba, after passing, after the great Sahaba passed away, and that might be said in the days of the Umayyad dynasty, innovations started uh, appearing. Actually, innovations started appearing in the days of Ali ibn Abi Talib by the Shia and the Khawarij and the Nawasib. What are the Shia? The Shia who the people who were uh, who exaggerated in loving Ali ibn Abi Talib in the beginning they were his ally and were with him in Kufa and who fought with him and that was actually wasn't a it was a political statement not a, a, a believing a, a, an ideology no it was a, it was a political statement and uh, that led later on to uh, 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 an ideology uh, statements. So they went after years and years. They started claiming that Ali was the one that had to be the Khalifa after the Prophet ﷺ, and that they he had a secret uh, will from the Prophet ﷺ to be the Khalifa. And then that led them to claim that the Sahaba uh, made um, uh, were against Ali radiallahu and then it led to a lot of things that you know. Uh, the Khalid from Ali radiallahu anhu after uh, the battle of Safin between him and Muawiyah, and that led to to two sects, two innovations, innovations where they started accusing a Muslim to be a non-Muslim because he committed some things that that actually in Islam they don't make you uh, apostatize from Islam but they use them and they started killing people because they claim that they are non-Muslims and in Syria in Syria in, in Damascus and in Sham there were those who started insulting and his family they started insulting Ali ibn Abi Talib and his family. These are called al-Nawasib. The Umayyad dynasty uh, started after that making it as a strategy. And they started asking the Imams to insult Ali ibn Abi Talib after every Jumu'ah speech. And that led to have the Shia here, the Nawasib here, the Khawarij between them. And then in in, in al-Basra and in Damascus Ma'bad al-Juhani started calling for al-Qadr he used to claim that we create our actions and we are the ones who who make our actions and God Almighty doesn't have anything to do about that and our so he claims that God 
did, doesn't know uh, what we're supposed to do until we make them. And the same thing happened in Damascus where Ghailan, Dimashqi, called for the same innovation. And that started spreading after that in, from the Basra and from Damascus. In Al-Kufa, Dhar uh, ibn Abdullah al-Marhabi al-Hamdani called for al-Irja' He used to claim that your actions are not part of our faith. Our actions are not part of our faith. And faith is only belief and uttering. There's, the actions don't have anything to do in, in Iman. So that was condemned by the majority of the Salaf of the Allah. And then these guys of the Basra, these guys of the Basra, many students of Hassan al-Basra started discussing about many things. They started discussing about Al-Qadr, our, our actions, are we free and God doesn't have anything to do with our actions? Or we can't do anything unless God gives us the authority to do them, to do that. And God creates our actions or we create our actions. <clears throat> and then they started speaking about the one who commits the major sin. Is he still a Muslim or he's not a Muslim or he's between a Muslim and non-Muslim? And what is his... Uh, situation after in the hereafter and that led them to to discuss about that so this led Wasil ibn Ata and Amr ibn Ubaid to split from the lectures of Hassan al-Basri and that made them become a, a, a sect which which was called Al-Mu'tazila because Hassan al-Basri said I'tazalana Wasil Wasil splits from our uh, lecture so he, he and his friends were called the ones who split Al-Mu'tazila. Mu'tazila, that means they went apart from Hassan al-Basri and his lectures. And Mu'tazila started having their own opinions. And then they were influenced by the ideas of Al-Jahm ibn Safwan, who was in Khurasan. Khurasan nowadays is northern Iran and and Afghanistan and all these places. And Al-Jahm Safwan started claiming that all of the attributes of God Almighty are only figurative uh, meanings. And he started denying all of the attributes of God Almighty in a story, a famous story that was known. So the Mu'tazilites were influenced by that. And then in the days of Al-Ma'moon, Khalif Al-Ma'moon, he, he brought the books of the philosophers and stuff like that, which were in Greek and uh, uh, Aramic uh, or Syriac languages, and he translated it to Arabic. And a lot of people started getting influenced by the doctrine of uh, Aristo, Aristoteles and these uh, Greek uh, philosophers and their logic and stuff like that. So that led to implement their theories in the Islamic creed which led to a lots of innovations and made the Sunnis Sunni scholars stand firm against all of these innovations of course the first innovations were uh, fought by the Sahaba the 
the major tabi'in and then the minor tabi'in. And then after that, when every every era comes, the imams of those, of those eras stand firm against these innovations and they always start remembering and narrating the previous narrations, either from the Quran, from the Sunnah, from the Sahaba and Tabi'een and the previous scholars and their uh, friends. Now, these scholars didn't only uh, speak about these against these innovations by their tongues. No, they wrote books and they compiled books. Now, I can speak about I can say that these books are several categories some of these books are only chapters inside a big book so there are chapters that spoke about the Sunni creed or the Athari creed inside a book that speaks about everything and they narrate it's Haddathana Akhbarana until they reach the Prophet they reach to the and the chapters Bab kada wa kada, chapter that is against so and so, chapter that proves so and so, as you know in the uh, the Sunni books. There are others that wrote books that focus on specific chapters. For example, chap books that spoke only about the story of Iman. Is are or uh, because the the story of iman which which you said discuss or argue with the 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 the, the, the murji'a who used to claim that actions are not part of iman are not part of faith so they wrote a lot of books against that there were others that wrote books against to prove the qadar that 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 destiny is part of our belief so they went far in proving that with narrating and and saying the and mentioning the narrations, narrations of scholars and imams others spoke about the imama Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman and Ali anhu, and proving all these things according to the narrations and that was against the Shia mainly the Shia but you can even speak about uh, the Khawarij and others but the main ones that our scholars spoke against are discussed with is the Shia others wrote books proving that uh, if you commit a major or a minor uh, sin that doesn't make you apostatize from Islam because sins are sins and there's a difference there's a difference between a sin and apostatizing from Islam others decided to write or compile a full book that mentions all chapters of uh, of, the, of the Islamic or the Sunni creed and every chapter speaks and proves and uh, discusses with other sects later on like our scholars did in uh, fiqh they did the same thing in aqidah so they started writing small mutun or every imam shows his aqidah says hey guys this is my aqidah and this is what I believe in and you guys have to believe in the same belief and creed 
and I wrote this for you guys. Or someone goes and narrates. He says so and so. This great imam said so and so. This great imam so said so and so, etc. And others started writing that without making mentioning their de- their their proofs. They just say We see, we say, we 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 believe in without narrating anything. And those are small books because it's only a small creed without details. Some of them made that in poems. They went making poems and mentioning all of the chapters of the creed that people believe in. And they mention it so that people can memorize it and understand it. And others went commenting on it and writing uh, uh, and uh, explaining what they meant and giving details and stuff like that. And the same thing went and this became a, a big knowledge as people studied fiqh, hadith, etc. They did the same thing in aqidah. Now, for example, I'm going to mention uh, what our imams did in uh, what our imams did in uh, in their great books. You know that our imams wrote the big six books, the main six books of Sunnah, which are Sahih al-Bukhari, Sahih Muslim. Sunan Abi Dawood, Sunan Nasa'i, Sunan Tirmidhi, Sunan Ibn Majah, and we can add to it Muwatta Imam Malik. Muwatta Imam Malik, in the end of it, he has a chapter that speaks about Qadr, destiny, and speaks about other things. So actually, he mentioned his aqidah without details inside, inside his book. Al Bukhari, rahimahullah, who was one of the great Sunni Imams, rahimahullah, and Athari Imams, and he's the student of the great Imams like Imam Ahmed Muhammad, Imam, uh, uh, Imam great Imams that were in those days. Imam uh, Muhammad Yahya Dhuhli, Imam Ishaq Murah Hawaii, who was always with Imam Ahmed, and Ishaq Murah was the one who gave the idea to Imam al Bukhari to write his book, Sahih al Bukhari. And he was the student of the students of Imam Malik, so he narrates by Ismail ibn Abi Uwais, by Imam Malik, and by uh, Allah ibn Yusuf Tanisi, who was uh, who was the student of Imam Malik, and others. So Imam al-Bukhari, rahimahullah, in his Sahih, he has a book called Kitab al-Iman. And he has a book called Kitab al-Tawheed in the end of the book. And he has a book called Kitab al-I'tisami bil-Kitab sunnah So these are three chapters inside his Sahih. And all of them he proves the Islamic Sunni creed. And then he has a specific book that he wrote after his the problem that happened to him because he had a, a, a famous problem that happened to him. And he was treated unfairly by one of his shuk and and some of his some of his uh, mates some of his colleagues and he was accused to be uh, uh, uh to follow uh to 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 not follow the sunnah and that was unfair so he wrote a book called 
كتاب خلق الأفعال خلق أفعال العباد والرد على الجهمية and the Jahmiyyah actually are Imams focused a lot on uh, <coughs> in discussing with them because they spoke <coughs> they denied the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their ideas got uh, uh, how am I going to use what is the exact word uh, went inside the Sunni creed and many people got influenced by them and uh, so Imam Bukhari mentioned a lots of chapters in his book that are against these guys proving that Allah subhanahu is in the heaven over the heavens and Allah subhanahu is over his throat and Allah subhanahu is so and so and he mentions his attributes and then he proves that our actions are created. So that speaks about two things. The attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and destiny. It's not a big book actually. It's a small book. Muslim rahimahullah in his book, he has a chapter called Kitabul Iman. Abu Dawood who was a student, a Muslim was student of Imam Bukhari. Abu Dawood, who was student of Imam <clears throat> Ahmed ibn Hanbal, rahimahullah, he wrote in his Sunan a chapter called a chapter called Kitab Sunnah wa So he proved his creed and he mentioned the chapters that were against the Jahmiyyah, who denied the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The same thing, uh, okay, uh, Bukhari passed in the year 256. Abu Dawood passed in the year 275. And uh, Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah, Ibn Majah wrote in his Sunan, a chapter called Kitab al-Sunnah al-Radd al-Jahmiyyah as well. Uh, sorry, he had an introduction to his book and it uh, it, uh, it speaks about following the Sunnah of the Prophet and he has a chapter called Babun fil Qadar Babun fil Qadar So the same thing others did Imam al-Nasai rahimahullah has his big book Sunan al-Kubra and has a small book, Sunan Sughra, which didn't focus on Aqidah, but Sunan Kubra had everything in it, and had chapters, and had even, he had a books, uh, books that prove the noble uh, rank of Al-Khulafa al-Rashidin, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, he had a book, especially for Ali, Qasais al-Imam Ali, anhu. he had a lot of uh, things like that. So these Imams, mention their creed by inside a book that compiles all Islam. But there were other Imams that wrote, yeah, Tirmidhi as well wrote uh, chapters in Al-Qadr, Abwaab Al-Qadr on Rasulullah So he focused on Al-Qadr more than other things, maybe because uh, 
that was a lot in his era or in his uh, in his places that he were he was in and uh, <laughs> and then in the imam ahmed rahimahullah as well we have several uh, small books related to him like kitab al-sunnah or kitab al-radd ala al-jahmiya that narrated it by Imam Ahmad and he has his creed there and there are several creeds referred to Imam Ahmad you can find them in uh, several books but the greatest book that speaks about what Imam Ahmad says is Kitab al-Sunnah Imam Abu Bakr al-Khalal Imam Abu Bakr al-Khalal he's the student of the students of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal rahimahullah and the Imam Al-Khallal Rahimahullah, the Imam Abu Bakr Al-Khallal Rahimahullah, was one, he was the one that went compiling all the knowledge of Imam Ahmad Rahimahullah. He passed in the year 311. And he compiled his fiqh in his kitab, uh, kitab Al-Jami'ah, kitab Al-Jami'ah, and he compiled his creed and uh, in the book in the Kitab Sunnah, which is published in about three volumes. Three volumes. And, uh, so Imam Khalal narrated about. There, there we have books that spoke about that has the name as Sunnah, as Sunnah which focuses on several chapters of Sunnah, like As-Sunnah Libni Abi Asim, rahimahullah, passed in the year 287. It's published in two volumes, speaks about, uh, has chapters about Qada al-Qadar, has chapters about uh, al-Imama, has chapters about uh, proving the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has chapters, Allah, everything. So it's a general book, actually. Published several several times. We have Sunnah Abi Bakr al-Khallal. We have Sunnah li Abdullah ibn Ahmad ibn Hanbal. The son of Abdullah ibn Ahmad ibn Hanbal passed 290. It speaks a lot about the attributes of Allah and proving all those attributes by narrations and chapters and narrating from his father. He said, Sa'altu Abi, an Abi. What uh, my father said, what I narrated from my father. And then it speaks about Iman and uh, Speaks, speaking about the, the murji'ah, what they say and what they made mistakes in, and then it speaks about al-qada, al-qadr, and stuff like that. Uh, we have, uh, so sunnah, we have sunnah li-harb Ismail Karmani, the student of Imam Ahmad, passed 280 in a volume. And uh, we have some uh, imams that wrote uh, their creed by like the Imam Ibn Jarir al-Tabari rahimahullah in his two books Sarih al-Sunnah which is actually a small book and his Tabseer fi Ma'arim al-Deen we have a great book we have Kitab al-Nu'ut which speaks about the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by Imam Abi Abdul Rahman al-Nasai rahimahullah Past 303 
And it's one of the chapters of his great book, Sunan al-Kubra. It's published in 10 volumes. And we have one of the great books, Kitab al-Tawheed li-Imam al-A'imma Abi Bakr Muhammad ibn Khuzaymata ibn Ishaq ibn Khuzaymata rahimahullah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Past 311. Ibn Khuzayma al-Naysaburi from Nishapur, which is north, nowadays northern Iran. And Iran, as I told you many times, it was one of the great uh, lands of Sunnah. Especially Ray and Nishapur and uh, Aspahan and all these cities, they were the great lands of Sunnah. And many or most of Imams of Sunnah came from Persia. Al-Imam Abu Bakr Ibn Abi Dawood Sajistani, son of Abu Dawood, was an Imam Hafiz, passed in the year 316. He has a poem which speaks about his creed. It's a very beautiful poem. They call it Imam Abi Dawood. Ha'iyyah because it ends by the letter ha uh, ends by the letter ha and uh, uh, okay it's famous and there are many there are several com- comments on it or commentaries on it and it starts by تمسك بحبل الله واتبع الهدى ولا تك بدعيا لعلك تفلح Stand firm on the path or the rope of God and follow the right path and don't be amongst the innovators lest less that you would succeed lest that you would succeed It's a, a long poem It's a long poem that speaks about his he has another book called Al-Ba'th Wal-Nushur. speaks about the Resurrection Day, what's going to happen in the Resurrection Day and stuff like that. All this is by Haddathana Akhbaran, Haddathana Akhbaran. There are great books that compile the whole Sunni creed. And I would mention among, uh, I, I, mean, I, I would like to mention from these books Kitab al-Shari'a al-Imam Abi Bakr al-Ajurri, past 360. And Kitabu speaks about everything. It's a very interesting and beautiful book. And I consider this book that I'm going to tell you right now the best book amongst all these books, which is Sharh Usul I'tiqadi Ahli Sunnati wal Jama'a by Al-Imam. Abi Bakr or Abi Al-Qasim Al-Lalikai Al-Imam Al-Imam Abi Al-Qasim Al-Lalikai who passed in the year 412 he is a Shafi'i Imam he is a Shafi'i Imam and uh, his book actually is very beautiful and it contains all the chapters of Sunnah 
And there's another one by another great Imam from Aspahan. He's a Shafi as well. It's called Al Hujja Ala Tariq Al Mahajja. Al Hujja Ala Tariq Al Mahajja Li Qiwam Al Sunnah. Al Imam Abil Qasim Al Taymi Al Asbahani. Passed in the year 535. It's published in two volumes. And uh, there is another one called, th these are big books that compile the whole uh, uh, Sunni creed inside them. <clears throat> we have uh, as well uh, Okay, we have this Kitab al-Ibana عن شريعة الفرقة الناجية ومجانبة الفرق المذمومة للإمام ابن بطة العكبري الحنبلي رحمه الله تبارك pass the year 387 now we have books that were written by other imams from all the madhahib كتاب السنة لابن أبي عاصم لابن أبي عاصم رحمه الله he is ظاهري كتاب أصول السنة للإمام للإمام ابن أبي زمانين الألبيري الأندلسي past year 399 he's Maliki شرح أصول اعتقاد السنة للالكائي he's شافعي كتاب الحجة على تاريخ المحجة شافعي كتاب الإبانة لابن بطة he's حنبلي so all these imams have one, all of these imams have one creed, one Sunni creed. And then we have other imams that wrote several books in several chapters, or they wrote of uh, 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 their creed by supporting it by some narrations like Aqidat Ashab al-Hadith al-Imam Abi Uthman Sabuni, rahimahullah, past 449, like uh, um, uh, from Herat, uh, passed in, in the year uh, 481. It's a book, actually. Very interesting book. He has other books in the Sunni creed. He was very strict and very harsh in these things. And as you can see, it's going, still going. And imams are still writing books. And all these imams have one creed, one Sunni Athari creed. It was against all innovations. It was against uh, false uh, creeds that were, although it, they were con uh, considered as Sunni creeds, but they had mistakes and stuff like that. And we can find in the end of this, كتاب الحج على تاريخ المحجة الإمام ابن طاهر المقدسي. He's ظاهري. He was ظاهري and he was a great محدث. He was Sufi. Passed in the year 507. It's a small poem and he Al-Maqdisi, one of the great Imams, he was 
uh, he, he passed in the year 600. And we have several books by Imam Ibn Qudamat al-Maqdis like Lum'at al-A'tiqad, Al-Hadi al-Sabir al-Rashad, like Ithbat Sifat al-Ulu, like Dham uh, al-Ta'wil uh, uh, by Imam Ibn Qudamat al-Maqdis, rahimahullah, who passed in the year uh, 620, I think, 620. Um, so all these Imams are great Imams that wrote uh, books that have to do with the uh, the Sunni mm, uh, that have to do with the Sunni creed, and uh, as I told you, there are other Imams that wrote books only in the Iman and against the Murji'ah, like Iman li Abi Ubaid al Qasim Salam, rahimahullah, like Iman li Ibn Abi Umar. Al-Adani passed 243. Like Al-Iman Abi Nu'aym Abi Nu'aym Writing their books, the Imam Al-Ash'ari himself wrote a book called Al-Ibana and he mentioned all of the Sunni creed according to what he Believes and it's actually similar to the books that I'm mentioning right now. There aren't uh, uh, big differences between them. There were some discussions between the Atharis and the old Ash'aris who were who were considered as Atharis as well, like the books uh, that were be between Al Imam Abi Nasr Sajzi Al Wa'ili. Abi Nasr al-Sajzi al-Wayli rahimahullah tabaraka wa ta'ala who had a book called Al-Ibana. It's a very big book. And he discussed with Imam Abi Dhar al-Harawi. Abi Dhar al-Harawi who was Ash'ari Maniki. And he was in Mecca. And he is the one who uh, Imam Abu al-Walid al-Bali took from the Ash'ari creed and, and brought it to West, the Western land in Andalusia and Morocco. So there, he wrote a big book as well, and I don't have, it's not published actually, but there are, and, and Abu Nasr al-Sajzi has another book discussing with the Ash'ari, it's called Ithbat al-Harfi wa sawt that means proving that God Almighty speaks with voice and uh, with the, and his, his words are in letters. And there are, there are other books actually after that were written, by Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, he has his Al-Aqid Al-Wasatiyah, Al-Aqid Al-Hamawiyah, Al-Aqid Al-Tadmuriyah, all these are his decrees, and we have others written by Imam Al-Dhahab Al-Hafad Al-Dhahab rahimahullah, and it continued until today. If I keep on mentioning all of the books, that would take a lot of time, but what I would like to say, that every, all our Imams used to discuss and speak about the problems of their era. Now in those days when they had this problem of the Mu'tazilites, the Jahmis, the Murji'ah, the Qadariyah, they spoke about that because that is the problem of their era. And then when the innovators and the Sufis started innovating things inside religion, we had several books speaking about innovations, like especially the Malikis wrote about that. About that. Like Kitab uh, al-Bida' uh, wa-dhammiha 
كتاب البدع وذمها لابن وضاح البدع والنهي عنها passed in the year 287 he's from Cordoba and like كتاب الحوادث والبدع للإمام أبي بكر الطرطوشي المالكي as well and like other books الباعث على ذم البدع والحوادث للإمام أبي شامة المقدسي who was a Shafi'i Imam in 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 Damascus and uh, he passed in the year 500, uh, 665 and we have lots of books that were against innovations that happened uh, by the Sufis and our other creed. When people started making problems and uh, uh, polytheism started getting inside their uh, their, their, their worships, uh, we had scholars who wrote books condemning or showing that these types of things are polytheism that is against <coughs> the Islamic creeds, the <clears throat> this is what the Najdi movements focused on. Like the book of Tawheed, Kitab al-Tawheed, الذي وحق الله على العبيد by Shaykh Muhammad Abdul Wahab, rahimahullah, and other books that were written in that era. And nowadays, when Muslims uh, lost their, uh, their, their states, and they got their land split to a lot of states, Everywhere, every place was uh, a separate independent state. And then they lost their Islamic Sharia to rule them. A lots of scholars wrote about that you cannot be a real Muslim and you don't implement the Islamic law. And you don't implement the Islamic rules. And that, lots of people nowadays wrote books about that and proved that and spoke about that. I don't want to go in details again. I think this is enough for today and for for this lecture. There's a lot to say, but I would like to open the uh, the the door for you to ask your questions if you would like. Inshallah, alhamdulillah, sallallahu alaihi Thank you very much for being patient with me. And let us now uh, ask whatever you want.